0: Thanks for joining the Eventive Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host and event mentor, Sarah Brush, event professional for over two decades. My goal for this podcast is to share how events and sponsorships can help you build community, make an impact and grow your business and have lots of fun while doing it. By the way, don't forget to check the episode notes for valuable event resources exclusively for you. I appreciate you spending this time with me. Let's get this party started. thanks for being here for the Eventive Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. I was recently on the Neely Neal podcast and we are going to share this episode right here on my podcast too. Neely is the founder of Go Fit Win and a former NFL cheerleader turned wife, mama for including triplets, and tech industry career woman. In her podcast, she digs in to keep you fired up and living life full out. In our episode today, we're going to talk about events, mom life, and more. I connected with Neely a few years ago when she hosted her adult cheer camp, and it was incredible. She did an amazing job planning the event, executing it, and she is one of the sweetest, kindest, most thoughtful people. So I'm excited to share her podcast with you. Let us know what you think, and let's get right into it
1: welcome back to the show today i have a very special guest sarah brush is joining us and she is one of the most energetic and inspirational women that i know her enthusiasm professionalism is off the charts and as a mom of two she just has that spark to live life to the fullest. Sarah is a 20 plus year corporate event professional in the tech industry and she's also the owner of Eventive Brush that helps entrepreneurs build community, make an impact, and grow their business with events and sponsorships. Sarah is also the host of Eventive Entrepreneurs Podcast, which is focused on the intel, the behind the scenes, all the best practices for events, sponsorships, and entrepreneurship. And she graciously shared not only her expertise in those areas, but also how she is able to continue to show up consistently day after day as a mom, wife, and career woman of impact. Needless to say, this is such a great conversation to learn more about the power of seeking community and then how to integrate it back into your life as a support system. I can't wait for you to meet and connect with Sarah Brush. Welcome to the Neely Neal Show. I'm Neely, your host, and yes, that is my real name. I'm a former NFL cheerleader and tech career woman turned wife and mama four, including triplets. I'm the founder of Go Fit Win and Fired Up, the network for women who desire to live their most vibrant life. Each week, I'll give you the tools, ideas, and inspiration you need to put your positive mindset to work for you, reclaim your natural superpowers, and reconnect to your source of joy. Get ready to stay fired up with a squad that empowers and lifts you up. It's time to stop going through the motions and start living full out. Ready? Let's go. All right, welcome to the show today. I have a special, special guest, Sarah Brush, someone I know very well, and I can't wait to share her story and, you know, just kind of dive into life with Sarah these days. So welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you. I am so excited to be here. I am so glad to reconnect with you. I think we have kind of these parallel paths a lot in common, but so much... I just kind of fangirl over your day to day because um, you live in the world of events, um, but I also know that you are a passionate mother of two and just finding time to still network and have friendships that are deep and meaningful. And I just have so much respect for all the value that you are able to balance and put out all the time. So I can't
0: wait to dive into all of it with you today. Uh, thank you so much. And I know we worked together on your first event that was a while back now. Um, and it was just, you are just the sweetest, most thoughtful person. And I've just enjoyed working with you so much and just also in friendship. So I am just so happy that we can connect here today. Thank you.
1: Yes. That, my first foray into Fired Up Grown Up to Your Camp was the first time I've, you know, I've always been involved in events you know, I loved being on the backstage side of things. You know, I put on cheer camps or be a part of staff, but that was the first time, um, you know, that I kind of had to go out in front and plan the entire thing, soup to nuts. And you're kind of like the wind beneath my wings. I have to tell you, I feel like that's why I feel this kinship with you is like, don't underestimate us. Like we are bubbly and we are, you know, positive cheerleader type of personalities, but like Behind the scenes, it is business. It is all business and strategy and planning, and I just love that about you. So I want you to just dive in. Tell us a little bit about you, your passions, what you're up to, kind of what what does a day in
0: the life look like for you? Sure. Well, from a career perspective, I have been um, an event planner for 22 years at the same tech company, which is just crazy. That's awesome. And then yeah, and then I have a business working with entrepreneurs on events and sponsorship. And I have two incredible, um, sassy, (laughs) spicy (laughs) teenagers. So Brooklyn, who is uh, 14 and Dylan, who's 13. And so a day in the life is juggling a lot, as you know. Um, So it's just kind of working on, you know, getting the right balance between everything that's going on within the family and then, you know, full time job and side business and all of that good stuff.
1: Yes. And tell me how the side business kind of came. It seems like Maybe it came up organically. Did you and your husband have uh, a small business on the side and then it evolved? or take me through that process of going from you know having the corporate life, but then also getting you know this this side passion going?
0: Yes, so we always threw these really big birthday parties for our kids. We would have, like a hundred kids at our house for every birthday. Crazy things would happen. We would have ponies in the house. We would have one time somebody got their tooth knocked out in the bounce house, which is not a great memory. but we just had a lot of action happening at our house. And one year, and my husband's very handy um in creating things. So, he made some jenga, some cornholes, connect four, a bunch of games and we had them at one of the birthdays cuz it was a game theme and it was right before fathers day and people started asking us like oh hey can you make those for us for fathers day and that kind of cr- went into the business the game business event of brush that we had and that lasted probably about a year and a half. But what we finally realized is like, yes, it's great. We're getting a lot of orders. But when we would get the order, my husband was like, no, I don't want to go to the garage again. <laughs> he doesn't want to be a full, yeah, have all of the blisters on his hands and be full-time carpentering back no, out there. Yeah. he was just, yeah. he, it just wasn't filling him up. And mm-hmm. I, I think I let it go on a little bit too long because I was really excited about people loving it and being interested. And then when we really you know, sat down and talked about it, it was like, okay, this isn't the right direction. And mm-hmm. then. Um, the pandemic hit, and I had a lot more time than usual. And I just started connecting into community a lot, and, like through, as you know, powerhouse women. And I started to get a lot of questions just about events from entrepreneurs and, just connecting that way and it kind of just developed then from transitioning from the game business into really helping entrepreneurs with events.
1: That's great. What a nice way to kind of see the silver lining in the the pandemic because as an events professional, I mean for so many people in the corporate events world, I mean it was just like the entire thing got rocked, you know, budgets were slashed, everyone, I know even, you know, at my at my company we certainly saw the this big pivot to virtual events. And so it was like all of a sudden you're thrown in on the virtual side and having to get really creative and pivot there. But then also this opportunity opens up with more time to be able to dive into those
0: passions. Did you did you feel that flux also? Yeah. So it was for on my side, it was we had a very secure company with the tech company I'm at. And so our, our jobs were safe and they really leaned into helping us get like ready for virtual. So they, we all were able to get virtual events certified. Um, We were able to transition pretty easily to that. So I got really, you know, blessed in that way that, you know, I didn't have to worry about my job and we were able to just switch to virtual and then, you know, go back to live when it was time. But I really did. It was the first time in, in ever that I had, more time like that, you know, that I wasn't running around trying to do everything. And so it really like showed me like how much I love community and connecting with people because I think I was just so in my bubble at corporate that I wasn't doing any type of networking outside of that. So I feel like it opened up a whole new world.
1: Yeah, that is cool. I I just... I think events are so important. And now you've seen them from kind of the the large scale corporate side and then also from the entrepreneurial side. And so I'm curious to know what makes you so passionate about events? Why do you think they're so important to big companies and, and startups alike?
0: Yeah, I just think there's no replacement for that in-person connection, being able to talk directly to your customers, or your clients. Just being able to make things happen within, let's say your event is one day, like all of the things that can happen in that one day when people are face-to-face is so huge from just trying to do things through meetings and email and things like that. So I just feel like it brings everything to life and there's just so much more opportunity. And I feel like, you know, when you have offers to sell or you're launching things within your business, like having people in person, they're so excited about what you're sharing. And you're really a thought leader to them, it's so much easier to transition into you know selling what you have available.
1: Yeah. You know, my marketing brain just gets all fired up um when I think about the value that events bring um in building those relationships. And I think in my experience too, some of the best events feel like a really warm hug almost. Yes. Like you have this shared experience
0: way. and it's like, let's hug it out, <laughs> you know. Um, oh my gosh, I just yeah, I just did um a podcast interview with David Adler and he is the um founder of BizBash. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's a big event media company and he was just talking about that like it's a big hug, it's goosebumps, it's these things that you can't really explain, it's just that emotional feeling.
1: Yeah, almost like you had to be there, you had to be in the room, kind of shared experiences. Um, Yes. I love that. I love that. And so now you've been a part now of so many events, you know, from virtual to in-person, big, small, all of the things. Um, Are there one or two that really stand out in your mind?
0: Yes. So... And you know, this one powerhouse women. So I feel like it is like a family reunion when you go there. Everybody is so excited and on fire to connect with each other. And one of the things they do that I think is so important for event hosts to do is figure out a way to really engage the attendees to share your event, you know, even before the event. So Um, And you know this, but they do a contest where people can submit a video that's basically their powerhouse moment, whether that's within business or life, and then they share that to social media and they end up picking one or two people to actually go on stage and share their powerhouse moment. So that is just like something that is, you know, really important to engage with people in advance. And then they're so excited to connect with each other and just get that opportunity that's also really beneficial to them. Mm -hmm. And then another event I really like, um, Candy Valentino, one of the things she did is that she would take what was getting shared on stage with the keynote speaker into like small groups at the tables. So whatever was presented, they got to ask questions and then they got to really workshop their own businesses around the topic at a table so I think it's really important to like, you know, you have these big events or, you know, th- these large keynote speakers, but then getting it, drilling it down to their own business. So there's just more takeaways and more action that's going to happen after the event.
1: Yeah, I love that. Such good examples. Yes, I've, I've witnessed the Powerhouse Women event in action. Yes. And just such a incredible, seamless way of creating community. And yeah, and then that family reunion vibe happens. But how how awesome to go from event attendee to then like presenter to have this opportunity to share a powerhouse moment. I mean, good job, Lindsay. We
0: are we are fans. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, another example of that, too, is um, Candy did something where it was they basically could get. A grant, or basically get an investor for their business, and so they basically had to pitch their business. Oh, wow! On stage, and then you know there was probably six people that pitched their business, and then they there was an investor panel, and they asked them questions, and then they picked a business that they would actually invest in. Wow! So that's another example of doing something like that. Oh, I love that. I mean, that's
1: yeah. I mean that even goes beyond activation, right? Like that's not even just interacting with the brand. That's that's the brand saying I'm going all in on community. That is next level.
0: I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think right now, like with content, I mean, you have to have great content, but with AI, with everything going on, like people can get information very easily, but how do you have that human connection? How do you engage your attendees on site with each other? Those are the things that people are going to remember and are so valuable. Yes. I know you
1: shared in a recent podcast episode. I love your podcast because again, I'm all about the behind the scenes and you share it all. It's so valuable. In a recent episode, you talked about going to the Taylor Swift concert with your daughter. (gasps) Can you tell me about that? I was living vicariously
0: through that little memory. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was so incredible. So first, I just, I never really go to concerts and I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not like a huge music fan in general. So I was just like, oh, I think I'm just going to go buy tickets for Taylor Swift. And everyone was like, no, what are you talking about? That's not how it works. You have to get on this VIP list. You have to do all this stuff and it's too late. Well, I found out my daughter actually had put herself on the VIP list oh. and she ended up getting into the code we needed to register. So, you know, I got all prepared for that day. Like, you know, some people were waiting online for hours and hours to get tickets. And somehow something happened where the universe aligned and we got tickets within like an hour. Wow. Um, I had to buy an extra one just to be able to push the, <laughs> push the registration through. Um, So it was amazing. And then my daughter had her friend come in town from Pennsylvania and I took them there and it was just just to see like how excited they were to be there. Um, So now I'm like a huge Taylor Swift fan and I like have her music on repeat in the car.
1: (laughs) I love it. Yes, I've seen, you know, I've been living vicariously through, you know, all the social media shares with the Taylor Swift and everyone in their eras and all of that. But like, you can tell that the production was just (gasps) next level, the costumes, like the atmosphere. But then I think you said it so brilliantly on your podcast is like your favorite part of the entire Taylor Swift wasn't the amazing Taylor Swift moments. It was seeing your daughter light up. And yes. having that experience next to her.
0: Yes, 100%. That. And I think, I mean, I think you can relate the concert to like events in general, too, because as much as there was like incredible production, the stage was beautiful, like everything was just would blow you away. Like Taylor talked to you like you were her friend. Like mm-hmm. she would make comments that people would relate to, things like that. So I feel like, you know, when you're up there on stage as an event host, like just making people feel like they're in the right place and feeling really comfortable is so important.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. You juggle your corporate life and you juggle, you know, being an entrepreneur yourself by helping other pr- entrepreneurs put on and host their events. And then it is no small undertaking <laughs> to be the mother of two teenagers and all of their schedules, and and being a wonder mom and a spouse and everything it takes. So I'm curious, like, did you sort of envision that you'd be where you are now, this sort of having it all? type of moment or or was that something that it seemed like an impossibility to you if if you take yourself back
0: oh gosh i it's just always a work in progress for sure uh-huh. um and i think you know when i first had kids i always just thought i'd be a stay at home mom and i never really thought differently but i had this job where i could work from home and i had so much flexibility so it was just hard for me to give it away just cuz i felt like oh well you know I was able to get a nanny and I was to be in the house, and I was still able to nurse and put the kids to bed and do all of stuff. So it just kind of continued on that way. I think it was really hard, as I'm sure many people can relate, is because you don't feel like you're giving your all to one thing. So that was challenging. So I think just kind of you know working working through that. and then I think as they got older, there was just you know kind of more flexibility when they went to school and everything. And you know, I just I stayed at my full-time job because I loved it. and then, you know, I had this this business and that gave me that like community and connection that I really needed. And then I think it's just been, you know an ongoing process to learn the best way to balance everything. And so I've really learned, I mean, I, I think the last probably year and a half was really hard because I was trying to do too much and I wasn't like having the right like time blocks and boundaries. And so now you know when I'm focused on my full- time job, I'm one hundred percent there when I'm doing my business stuff after work or on the weekends, you know, that's where I'm at. And then just making sure that through all of that, my biggest priority, you know, is being with the family and the kids and being completely present when, you know, we're doing family things and, you know, driving them to school and being the chauffeur and all of that stuff. So I think it's a constant like balancing act and figuring out the best way it works. And it also changes through all of the stages of like their age and things like that. Yeah. 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 I love it. It's an evolution. Yeah. Different seasons for
1: sure. I can relate to that uh, big time where some seasons there's a big push in one, you know, in one area and other seasons, it's a bigger push in another area, but somehow it all kind of ebbs and flows and works together to kind of keep the forward momentum.
0: Yeah. I like how you bring up the seasons because that's like, sometimes it's easier to manage things. You're like, okay, I'm really busy at work right now. I'm really busy trying to grow my business, but this is a season And then I'm going to move on to the next, you know, so it's sometimes that helps with not feeling bad. Like if you feel like you're putting too much into one thing over the other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what are you loving the most about your kiddos right now? Because teenage years, I feel like teenagers get a bad rap. I think most teenagers are like pretty cool. And so are there certain things about your kiddos that you're just, you know, loving your time
0: and investing in them right now? Yeah, I think it's just really fun to just hear them communicate with their friends or with adults or other people. Like they're just these little adults now, these little people and to hear just, you know, how they treat other people and communicate with them. I, I just absolutely love that part. Um, Just going to all of their sports and supporting them and their passions. Like that's been, you know, my favorite thing right now, but it's just, it's, it's fun just to have them get older and like doing you know, the things that they enjoy that we enjoy together. Like it's, it's so different than when they were just, you know, little kids, they're definitely way more independent, but they need us in different ways. And, you know, I'm really appreciate like all of those different moments and all of those different conversations that sometimes are just like, Oh my gosh, what are you asking me? But it's, it's, <laughs> it's so, it's so fun to just like kind of live life again through their eyes.
1: Yes. I love that. Yeah. Seeing things fresh and new. Yeah. And yeah. I I also know that we just came on an, an important anniversary for your family and that your mother was a, a big influence to say the least in, in your life. And if you're okay to chat about it, um, I know that a year ago, uh, you lost your mother. And th- there's probably been a ton of reflection. I know I'll probably tear up just um, kind of thinking about that important relationship. But can you share with us how this year has gone? And if there's one sort of like revelation or, or thing that came to you that you wanted to impart on your kids um, after this year of reflection and, and change?
0: Yeah, no, Aniele, I really appreciate you asking me that because I, I mean, I love to talk about my mom and just keep her memory alive. So yeah, she passed away about a year ago, um, unexpectedly, and it's been a very rough year. We were best friends; we talked probably five times a day. Um, what I feel like my mom instilled, and it, it's kind of funny because she's all about fairness, like mm-hmm. to a fault, like mm-hmm. everything has to be fair. So the other thing is she loves people so much; she takes care of people. She basically bought a house. So it had a downstairs basement that had everything that somebody could need for a family to live there. So she could support people through transitions and different things. Um, so it was just, my mom's very spicy and (laughs) just has like a fun balance between like being like needing fairness so strongly, and then also just loving people so much. So my brother and I always just joke about her because she was so funny in that way. Um, but yeah, she was just so involved with our family and our kids. And I think it's just that, you know, reminder of how important and precious time is and just making sure that you're, you know, spending the time with your family and just making the most of everything and, and just telling people how much you love them and care about them because, you know, things happen so quickly and it's, I would do anything for just, you know, a moment back to have a conversation with her. So, I mean, I think like everybody who loses someone, that's just such a strong reminder of that. But. um, Yeah. My brother and I just love to reminisce on my mom just because she was such a funny personality. And, you know, it's just we love her and miss her. And she's just made such an impact in our lives. But yeah, I really appreciate you asking that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm so impressed with you just in our interactions. I can't imagine being your mother, how impressed (laughs) and proud she must have been of everything uh, that you've grown and your family, probably most of all. Um oh, thank you. I can you. just tell yeah from the way you talk uh, about her and her memory that she had a real sort of zest for life and yeah. I can definitely kind of see that in you and how you interact with you know not just your kids and your family but but your clients because I was a beneficiary of your generosity and just this um amazing like positive attitude that you keep oh. And I know that you have bad days. Like you can't tell me that you don't have a bad day, but you would never know it. I think that you just, um, yeah, have such strength.
0: And I imagine
1: your mom poured that into you.
0: Oh, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That like my favorite thing about what I do is just, you know, connecting with people and, and helping them, you know, build their dreams with their events and, I just, that's like the biggest compliment you can give me. So I appreciate that so much. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I, I do want to ask too, just about how you support yourself, you know, when it's go, go, go with the kids, the, the mom van, you know, obviously you're, <laughs> you're reconnecting with your brother. You still have probably moments of, you know, like pause and, and Remembering your, your mother in the midst of, you know, a work day or everything that's going on. So
0: what do you do to support yourself in, in this journey? Yeah, I think for me, I just have some non-negotiables just in general, just for like self-care. So mm. I work out every single morning at 5.30 doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. Um, And now I'm kind of mixing in a little more running. And then I will also try to do um, cryotherapy, infrared sauna, red Ooh. light therapy, oh, those okay. kind of things. So they're kind of my favorite self-care things. And I try to do like I work out every day and do that. But then I try to do um, all of those therapies like four times a week. So that's pretty impressive.
1: The cryotherapy is the one that I'm like, okay, I know I kind of, I'm so curious about it, but I just haven't got my, my bravery up to step foot in there. What's that like the first time you do the cryotherapy?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So it's like 190 below zero (gasps) and you walk into this room and I was like, get me out of here right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did the time I was supposed to, but I was like, this is so cold, but then you get so used to it. Um, And a lot of the benefits are just helping with sleep and stress and inflammation. And I actually started that kind of stuff because I have a lot of autoimmune um, and thyroid things. So my doctor prescribed it. And then I realized like how beneficial it was for other things just with, you know, moods and sleep and all of that. So I, I try to do those things in yoga and running on a regular basis. And that just keeps me like on schedule and saying, like, I don't know when I don't work and I know it's good to take rest and take days off, but yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I just feel like it's out my day and I don't really ever consider not doing it.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. Talk about getting your blood pumping. I just can't imagine (laughs) 190 below and you have to put on little mittens. Is that right? Do you like put the mittens on? Yes. And hat. Yeah. Mittens,
0: hat, slippers. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah, so there's cool. a place here that has um all of those things together. So you can get a membership and you can do the all of the different therapies together. So it makes it really easier not popping around to different places. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the way to go. Yeah, and what a great event sponsor for quite a few uh, of the women's events in town. So it all yes. works out.
0: Yeah, they did sponsor. So yes, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. So I feel like you are seriously one of the most connected of women that I feel like I've ever known too. just like with ease, you know, um, you you connect people, personalities, you know, potential partners, sponsors, like you just have a knack really for effortlessly bringing people together. And under under kind of, you know, joyful circumstances of like, let's create together. And I and oh I love goodness. that. Um, it it just sort of I don't know if it's an official philosophy for how you like to work, but I feel like you do. You you set up joyful occasions.
0: Oh, you're making my day so big
1: to- Oh now. well, I'm just telling you. I'm this whole thing is going to be a personal testimonial to working with you because oh, I could not okay. have pulled off um, my grown up cheer camp. I was, I mean, I left floating on a cloud. I was so proud and excited and. Honestly, humbled by um, that experience and all the women in the room, the caliber of partnerships and warm hugs that happened as a result, and still I can see, you know, the relationships that have extended um, years beyond. And I'm like, this is your doing, Sarah. Like, I could not have pulled that off without you and without your organization, your positive attitude, like just being, uh, you know, the shoulder to lean on throughout the process. Uh, and oh, and so knowledgeable. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, uh, any question I had, you seemed like you had been through the answer and and could figure it out just just when I needed it. So I appreciated that
0: so much. Oh yeah, you, you were such an incredible host and did such an amazing job creating that event. I mean, it was just beautiful to see you in action and to see how excited everybody was there. And that's just such a testament to you. And like I mentioned, when we first started, like you just have this special, like calming and just beautiful personality. That's just so caring. And just so like, I look forward to like every meeting we had so much because you're just so thoughtful and kind and sweet and I just I just think the world of you. So I really appreciate it. And I I mean, that's my favorite thing is connecting people. I used to say, like, I don't even is there a business doing that? Because I don't even need my own business. I just love to support people's businesses and connect them to the right people. It's just my favorite thing to do. So I really just try to like if I, you know, hear a podcast I like, I I DM that person and let them know or leave them a voice message. Like I try to just always tell people when I appreciate something they're doing and their business or and just personal because I just feel like that just makes me happy. And I want to also make someone's day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just, you are a servant leader for sure. Like in the true sense. And I, I'm sure people are going to be curious, like, how do I get to work with Sarah? I want, I have a big idea. Are you taking new clients? Are you maxed out? Like, what is, what is it looking like for you these days?
0: Yeah. So what I'm doing now is like event strategy. So I am working with event hosts and doing strategy sessions or doing consulting. So if they're planning their event or their team's planning their event and they want to have someone that they can go to to ask questions, to get advice, to make sure nothing's missing, you know, just to have like a hand to hold throughout the whole process. And so that's. You know what I'm doing right now and partnering with event hosts to just help them, you know, create and host the most amazing events.
1: Yeah, that's so great. I mean, it just yeah. I like I said, it's it was something. Events are a lot to take on. I mean, a lot from soup to nuts. I mean, all of it. Everything is so well thought out that if you have someone, a mentor, a strategist like Sarah to just like whew, you know, calm your nerves and blow through about like 15 things on your to-do list or to have like, answered. I mean, it is invaluable. And so I look forward to
0: working with you some more in the future for sure. No, the- I, I, yeah, I love that. And I love um also sponsorship. So if mm-hmm. you need support on building sponsor packages and doing all of that's one of my favorite things, and probably because it's a connection partnership thing yes. <laughs> that I love. Um, but if you, also, if you're listening and you're looking for a full-time event planner, I have some great recommendations for you as well if you want someone to kind of do the whole entire thing for you.
1: Yeah, so valuable. I knew you'd have the resources. I knew you'd have them all. <laughs> <And> yeah, <laughs> I think the, um, the sponsorship piece, I think for most event hosts, they kind of have an idea of how they want an event to run, but the sponsorship and partnership piece can feel really intimidating your first time out. You know, like it just kind of feels like a very large undertaking that, um, you know, if you get it kind of packaged in position, right, it just it feels more natural. And and you have partnerships kind of like just coming to you almost. uh, But it really kind of starts with that strategy um, and, and laying it all out in a, in a way that suits your
0: event. And I just think you are a master at it. So. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah. And just working with your sponsors or potential sponsors to really understand what their goals are for the event and how you can create custom benefits around that, because you want it to be a win-win for both of you. So they want to come back again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so what is, what is the best way to get in touch with you regarding events, listening to your podcast? What are, what, what's the best way?
0: Sure. So my podcast is Eventive Entrepreneurs. On, of course, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And then I hang out the most on Instagram at EventiveBrush, and I love to connect. So you know, send me a message if you have any event questions. Just let me know. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to share before we uh, part ways? Though not for long. <laughs> oh gosh. No. Just thank you so much for having me. I've loved connecting with you. Um. You know, if you are listeners thinking about doing an event. Um, it's just such a great way to make an impact, build community, grow your business. And I am here if you have any questions, you just wanna DM me, I'm happy to answer anything for you. So um, I just, I really appreciate being here. So thank you, Neely. Yes, thank you, Sarah.
1: Thanks for listening to the Neely Neal Show. If you got value out of this episode, I'd love for you to share it, subscribe, and most importantly, leave me a review on iTunes and let me know. I'd love to connect with you further. Text me the word PEP to 480-418-7156 to join my text community or stalk me on Instagram at Neely Neal and get in step with our next squad meetup. Cheers!
0: For listening, I know your time is valuable and I appreciate it that you spent it with me. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love, love if you can rate it five stars and write a review. This helps us get the podcast out to more people. And if you want to connect, I am on Instagram at eventorbrush and I would love to hear from you. Thanks and have a great day.